welcome to Light the Fight and to our DM episodes. Normally you're used to hearing Heidi Swap's sweet angelic voice on the DMs because she's usually the one who does the introduction, but she bailed on me. She quit the podcast. I'm just kidding. She's just out of town doing her thing, um, crafting around the world. I forget what country she's in. Uh, I'm just joking. I know what country she's in. She's in Australia right now. But um, so I want to take a time to still follow up with you guys and uh, take a moment to answer a question. Um, and so let me get right to it. Uh, I chose a DM that had to do that has to do with um, cell phone use. So here it goes. Um, this person says, "I just listened to the DM number seven on cell phones, which that was the topic you know that we're talking about, and I'm just now finishing the video that we shared." She said, how do we figure out as parents, what is the healthy balance with social media? I don't think just deleting it is always realistic and uplifting to others. So how would, or do you balance that? I'm guessing it's individual to each person, but how can we at least start figuring that out for ourselves? Do you have some basic foundational steps to figure that out or set that balance? Um, she, it's funny. She said, thank you in advance. Ironically, I'm using social media to even get this to you. Ha ha ha. I couldn't find the email. Well, thank you for the, for the DM. And yes, it is ironic that we're using social media. And I mean, we've talked about this before. Social media inherently isn't bad. Just like money is not bad. Um, social media is, it's a transference of communication. It's a way to connect. Money is a vehicle to get us places, to get us things. So by itself, social media and our cell phones are great, amazing tools that if we would have heard about an iPhone 10 back in the 50s, it would look like an alien device. So it's the question you're saying is different than what we had to deal with growing up. Everybody knows that. No one had a cell phone. Well, no one had a smartphone like the ones we have right now with social media when we we're growing up as teenagers, if you're a parent now. So I, this question, it, there is no specific structure, but what I am going to do is I'm going to share a few ideas about how to approach this. Because this is a new thing, smartphones and the way we communicate through social media and have the internet, it, has, it takes a lot of creativity on the parent's part. So a warning that I like to give parents is be really careful to react to reading one article, um, hearing one YouTube video, and taking one thought away from these scary videos and scary things that we read about cell phones, about social media. Because even though there's a lot of truth in these videos, so for example, the video that we shared about you know the video you wish you would have watched before you got on social media, it gives a lot of great information. It illustrates how potentially addictive social media can be. And most people look at social media from their cell phones. So I just want to warn you that like anything you do, so let's use uh, buying a home, for example, or buying a car. If you're going to be smart and cautious about a big purchase like that, you want to do some due diligence. You want to do some research. And I'm looking at my producer because... He's not figured out the smart part of buying cars yet, but I digress. So he's young in his defense. But if you want to be mature about a large purchase, um, you want to do some due diligence, some research, because the more money spent, it's more of a commitment. 
Now, if we take, I want you to, I'm using this as a metaphor and take the same approach when trying to figure out what is going to be the best age for your kid to have a cell phone. There's a lot of debates on both sides. Um, sometimes kids will give the debate is, hey, you know, little Stephanie down the street, she has a cell phone. And your response may be, well, you're seven, so that's a no. Well, I wouldn't blame you for that response. But as we've been talking about on this podcast, the way you communicate things and your response can definitely be a lot better if you have an idea of what to say beforehand versus just reacting to a request from your kid for a cell phone. So the due diligence I suggest to people is ask yourself, first of all, what are some of your core beliefs? So some people, um, you know, and this could be different in, in, in each relationship. So let's just take a traditional relationship, a husband and a wife. Um, a husband may feel that, you know, it's hard line. No, you can't have a cell phone until you're 14 years old. And the mom may be like, well, you know, it, it would be helpful to know where she's at. And she's like, I say we started at, you know, 10 or 11 years old. So I always tell parents that differ on that to write down, not just why you think they shouldn't have a cell phone, but write down the top five to 10 reasons why you're scared of them having a cell phone and the top five to 10 reasons that may be a benefit for having a cell phone. And the reason why I ask parents to do that is because sometimes until you put something on paper and you look at it, it's really hard to compare and contrast. Most parents that I talk to, they get into the debate whether to have one or not have one. And so when the teenager or young kid comes to them asking for um, a cell phone, Sometimes the kids get a reaction from parents who are frustrated, angry, and can't agree with the parent. And so the kids hearing you get pissed off that they just asked about it. It's easy for them to take that as you don't trust them, you don't believe in them, that they're going to abuse it. So again, when people have questions like this, instead of going directly to the problem, whether have it or not have it, you have to take this approach as this is a big deal. So I like to use the house purchase or the car purchase is, I like to use that analogy because if you're going to shop around for a house, you want to look at different houses. I remember me and my wife, we were driving on the freeway just the other day and she's like, remember when we were looking to, to buy our house and we looked at a house in that neighborhood? I was like, how could I forget? This house was the weirdest designed house I've ever seen in my life. And let me tell you, this is a funny story. We go into this house. First of all, this house is more expensive than the house that we bought. And it's it's horribly ugly. I mean, we would have had to put another hundred grand in it just to make it look not horrible. So we go upstairs and they go, yeah, they got kids rooms in there. Someone who owned the house before, I don't know if they did it or the person before them, took one kid's room or took one room. It was actually, it looked like a master bedroom. It had a balcony had a sliding glass door and it was on the second floor. They took the master bedroom, split it in two and made two really small kid rooms that all had a sliding door with a balcony. It looked like you might as well just throw your kid off a cliff. Like that was the worst combination for like a, a, a room for a kid that I could possibly imagine. It just, it looked like danger waiting to happen. And then I started thinking as a teenager, it looked like too easy access for them to get out of room. But our, we want to have young kids, so we couldn't imagine putting them in a dangerous situation. So we scratched that idea. So we shop around, we shop around. 
if you're looking at giving your kid a cell phone and you're even before you want to give them a cell phone, I think you should start having this conversation because you don't really know where that number is going to land at for you. Now, if this is your first kid, yeah, it may not seem fair to the first kid because you may change that age when the younger kids come up and you may get some grief from the first kid, but deal with that problem when it comes. Okay. Let's, let's focus on the issue at hand. Having this conversation now, if you have younger kids, is good practice for you for when they already have a cell phone. So me and my wife recently did just this. Our daughter, she's eight. She wasn't demanding it. She said, hey, dad, I was wondering, when can I get a cell phone? And I said, you know what, sweetheart? That's a really good question. How would you like me and mom to talk about it? And then we'll get back to you. She's like, yeah, can you do that? I said, now... I just want you to know, we're not planning on getting you a cell phone right now, but you're just asking what age you could get it. She's like, well, yeah, I guess so. She's like, she's like, oh yeah, I guess so. Cause she wasn't, I think she was asking just inquisitively. She just was wondering. So me and my wife talked about it. We didn't actually write it down cause she's eight years old, but I do have people write it down the pros and cons. And we came back to her and said, you know what, Solana, thank you for asking that. Cause we never even thought about that, but you are getting older you're doing really well. You're doing all these things. And I think based upon where you're at right now, you know, it wouldn't be too much longer. That was a really broad statement for when you could have a cell phone. And she said, well, some kids have these watches. <laughs> I was like, okay, here we go. She, 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 she's smart, my little girl. And she's like, when can I, could I get a watch before I get a cell phone? And she wasn't trying to manipulate. She was honestly asking. I said, you know what? I'll tell you what, I don't know. Maybe you could, but let's just say right now, we're not going to get your cell phone at the moment, but it has nothing to do with because you're not deserving of one and it wouldn't be cool to have one. It's simply because we would like you to just kind of grow up a little bit more, but let's keep on having this conversation. She actually was pretty okay with that. Now we got a great young girl, so maybe we're just lucky. But I had the experience with plenty of people that their kids more the preteens and they're at that age where they got a really good debate. So for you people, write down pros and cons. If you're a single parent, if you're co-parenting with an ex, um, it might be a little bit more difficult to do this. But how you can do this with your ex, regardless of what their standpoint is, is you want to start the conversation before your kid starts asking you. The last thing you want to do is have your kid come to you and be drilling you about, can I have one? Can I have one? Can I have one? Can I have one? It's like, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? What do you think is most likely going to happen if your kid's asking, are we there yet a hundred times on a trip that you still have five more hours to go? You're probably going to snap. You're probably going to give them a response, or in this case, it'd be more of a reaction that you're not giving them a cell phone because it's something personal and you're angry and frustrated with them. If you take the partnership approach, like we've talked about a little bit in our podcast, and you go to your kids and say, hey, you know what? I don't know if you've been thinking about having a cell phone. I don't know if other of your friends have a cell phone. Or maybe I know some of your friends have had a cell phone, and maybe you haven't asked me because you've been scared to ask me. Um, maybe you just think I won't say yes to it. Um, but I would like to talk about when would be a good time for you to have a cell phone. Most people want to avoid the conversation. I say, start the conversation. So go to your kid and just say, gosh, you know, what do you think is a good age for a kid to have a cell phone? 
By the way, a lot of people were pleasantly surprised because if you're going to your teenager or your kid and you're asking them for their opinion, they're not trying to fight for a cell phone. They're talking to you about the pros and cons of a cell phone. It's kind of similar to like a high and low. They're talking about this is my highs, this is my lows. Here's what would be good for the cell phone. Here's what wouldn't be good for a cell phone. Some kids have come up with things like it might make it hard for me to focus on my schoolwork. Now, if they're coming to you and ask you for a cell phone and they don't, and they don't have good grades and you say, well, no, we're not going to get you one because you wouldn't focus on your schoolwork, now the debate begins. Well, it would help me with my schoolwork. Oh, here we go. I've heard every debate, every conversation, and I always tell parents, do not hide from the conversation. Do not react to the conversation. You start the conversation. If you're comfortable with having these talks with them and you're talking with them about what they see the pros and cons are, they have a more realistic expectation that you're not trying to withhold a cell phone from them because it can sound like you're trying to keep them from the outside world, that you're trying to control the story and you won't, do not want them to be influenced by the outside world. Well, if that's the case, they're more likely to be pushing for it. So again, like most things I suggest, it's a reverse psychology approach. You start the conversation instead of waiting for the conversation. But before you start the conversation with your kid, please with your spouse, your significant other, whoever it is that you could, maybe it's a friend that they're worried about this too, write out some things with them and then go to your kid having an already highs and lows. Um, well, here's what I was thinking would be really good for a cell phone for you, but uh, here's some of my concerns. You're just a person to your kid that's looking out for them instead of a parent trying to control them. So hopefully that helps you out a little bit. Um, again, I wouldn't be giving any of these suggestions if I hadn't tried a whole lot of other things that didn't work. These are not my ideas. These are my experiences. So if you have more info, would like more information about that, um, please DM us. Um, I'll do my best to clarify. Um, I like to try to add information and messages to you guys sometimes because it's such unique, specific information. I may not pinpoint it down. And also I am counseling people all day long throughout the day. So sometimes I just don't have the energy to go into, into long depth, but I do want to try to give any added information that you might want to need on these subjects. Heidi and I are trying to circle back to some of the same questions that come up and give you like a 2.0 version of it, a 3.0 version of it. So um, if you have more questions, feel free to ask. And remember to send in your DMs to at Light the Fight on Instagram, on Facebook. Uh, you can go to lightthefightpodcast at gmail.com if you want to send us an email. And uh, yeah, we enjoy and love your questions and it gives us a chance to not only connect with you guys, but also gives us a chance to think about all the things that has worked for me and Heidi throughout the years and just share it with you guys. And hopefully you guys can share it with your friends as well. So until next time, thank you for joining us here at Light the Fight. And if you're like me, I'm missing Heidi right now. I, she would have said something really funny and cool. I, she probably would have confessed something. that, Oh, yeah, I didn't do that. I did the opposite of that. So since we don't have her to weigh in on that, maybe she'll make a comment when we post this on social media. So until next time, thank you for visiting Light the Fight, and I'm out.